The following audio brought to you by TSF Entertainment Podcast may contain graphic descriptions of violence and or audio clips of violence or sexual explicit events. Listener's discretion is advised. TSF Entertainment Podcast fans and our YouTube friends and family. What's up? This your boy, Retro CG. Tonight, I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Billy BTV, and my homeboy, brother in arms, Mr. Jack of Jordans. What's good, y'all? Yo, what's good? What's good? We back again. We back. Yes, we are. <sighs> I don't know what we back for, but we're back. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. We're here to talk about uh, Power Book 4 force uh episode one was well, season one episode one um a short fuse and a long memory so uh first thoughts um i guess it's gonna take us <laughs> some time to get into this with the new characters like the thing with like you said earlier going into book two and even with with book three with raising canaan we know some of the players like we knew jukebox we knew canaan even though they were kids we knew who they were. Um, book two, it was damn near the same people except for Ghost. So we knew, you know, even when they brought the new people in, we we had enough of a of a foundation of. But this, it's just Tommy. And even in uh, raising Kanan, like it was easy for us to be introduced to the new characters because you had Kanan's mom, his uncles, mm-hmm. and things like that. So we had a connection to those characters. We mean that. And it know. moved fast. It moved. Yes. Like you remember the first few There's minutes, we had the whole. On. The whole fight with him going down to the playground and his mother taking him back down. Like it was, it moved quick. And then the thing about that is also, um, they did a very good job introducing the characters to us. Cause you know, you had Quickie with the voiceover explaining to us who they yes. were. Yes. Yeah. Is that what, maybe that's what was missing. Maybe we needed like Tommy doing a little bit of narration in the beginning because it was, cause again, when at the beginning, when he was, you know, riding down the road, thinking back, like, I got all of that. Even when he almost crashed, I got it. But when he decided to go to Chicago, it was like, why are you going to Chicago? And then the fact that he knew somebody there, I just feel like if we had some sort of voiceover, maybe him talking about his grandmother, even though it had been since he was six, maybe some memories. Why, what compelled him to go visit this woman? Like, some, 
I think that might have been it. If we had gotten a little bit of narration at the beginning, maybe it would have helped with the transition. You know, it's crazy because we start that out with uh with Tommy driving. You see that he's driving and he he started to speeds up as you know, he started having these flashbacks about everything that happened and everything that transpired from the time that he was in New York. And he speeds up and then he hits his headlights. He he runs almost damn near into the sign that says Chicago, you know, going to Chicago, Illinois, or going to Lansing, Michigan. You know, and what do y'all think his thought process was going when he went as he was driving? Do y'all think he was like just blacking out, or do y'all think that he wanted to kill himself? Was he trying to end it all? Like, what do y'all think his his thought process was at that scene? Well, I was I was wondering about that too because it almost seems like it's picking up from the events of the end of power season six, instead of picking up from the events of the end of uh, season one, book two, mm-hmm. um, because he's sitting here having a flashback about everything that happened in New York. Um, all the people he lost in New York. Cause I think they showed Holly. I think he showed Holly, Lakeisha, uh, Lakeisha dying, all that good stuff. And then when it came down to that scene where ghost died in his arms, I think that's like really took him out. That right there was like, you know what? I, I'm, I ain't got nothing else to live for. You know, everybody I love is gone, you know? Right. And so I think that was the whole reason why he turned the headlights off and he was just going to just crash and let it be over. And then something just kind of pulled him from doing it, which uh, uh, I guess led him to go back to where he had roots, which all the, I was telling CP off offline, all these years we've seen Tommy visit uh, Chicago, visiting Jason and the Serbians or whatever. We never knew that he had family ties in Chicago. But not to go too quick ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, really. No, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, not to go too, not to go, you know, far ahead. But he says that his mom said that his grandma had passed, you know, in, in Chicago. That he had seen his grandma since he was four years old. So that's probably why, like, even when he was making those trips and he was pulling those capers, that's probably why he never really you know, decided to see, you know, what was going on, you know, with the family because he really never really was invested. But then when he gets there, you know, he got the picture. I'm not sure exactly what it says on the back of the picture, but when he gets there, he's kind of like, all right, so let me let me do my own investigation and see what's going on because apparently I can't trust my mom. Well, it kind of takes you back to uh... – power when uh she lied about tony teresi about mm-hmm. his father being dead so obviously kate has uh skeletons and she's hiding her past from time so tommy you know grew up all this time thinking that he didn't have a father thinking that his grandmother had passed and i guess what i didn't understand is what made oh he, actually he was going to look for a grave he was going to look for a grave because he was going to put flowers because you remember in, in the scene right he had a set of flowers sitting on his um, passenger seat. Yeah, she definitely. Right. So, so that's she so that's probably so that's probably what it was, you know. But um, here we are. He is Chicago, you know. It seemed like he was heading west, and he decided to make a little quick little detour and um and see what was going and see what's going on in Chicago because he was right there and he had those flashbacks. So after he uh. After on his on his way there, he gets a he gets a phone call from his connect, uh, Rodolfo. Is that I'm saying his name right? 
Yeah, get a phone call with his connect, and his connect actually, you know, where the hell you at? You supposed to be coming West Coast, you know, you you're behind schedule. You know what's going on? He said, "Yeah, I when I see the ocean, you know that I'm you you know that I'm there." So we can see that it is some ties. You know, he was actually headed West Coast to uh to take care of his business, but he ended up going to Chicago where he meets this random dude that he argued with over a parking spot on this pretty much abandoned block where his family used to live at. What y'all think is going on with that scene? Just, um, I guess it was uh, the introduction or the reintroduction of Tommy being a badass where instantly he roll up and there's confrontation and he just uh, pretty much handles it on site, you know, which I really didn't have an issue with that scene. It's further on down the line that I start having an issue with, with this badass. Yeah, Cause you see the dude, you see the dude pull on a knife, and Tommy like, he was "What like, the hell is that look?" Yeah, <laughs> so he like, "That's that's not gonna fly this way." Yeah. He was like, the only reason I'm a boss I didn't have my strap. It did yeah. strap the dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, okay. So he asked, you know, <laughs> what happened to the old lady yeah. that used to live here? He said, "What happened to the old lady that used to live here?" So we find out that you know the lady that used to live here is in fact that his grandmother. And she's now in a retirement or senior home, with you know, which it looks like. So he finds out that she actually is alive, and that she and then she's not dead. So um, then we see, you know, he uh he he goes to the retirement uh, retirement home, of course. But it goes to after he goes to the retirement home that we see Diamond cutting somebody's hair in prison. It looks so like it was one of the prison guards. It looked like it might have been one of the prison guards. Was no, I think that was one of the um. I think that was one of the the, comp, the inmates. Uh, yeah, because he, he had the little inmate badge on. The way he was dressed, he had on um he had on like a uh, uniform shirt. He could have been a trustee. Maybe I was under the impression that he was uh one of the uh, prison guards because at the end when he was uh, getting out, he said, "This gift is from me and such and such." So I just assumed it was the guy that he was cutting his hair, the prison guard. It could be. It could be. But that was kind of like the introduction. Right. The, he was the, a the trustee. The, yeah. He was, yeah. He was a, yeah. I think he was a prisoner. Yeah. I think he was a trustee, too. So I think that was like the introduction to uh to the character Diamond, you know, and also his craft, you know, because you see he was careful, careful with the razors, you know, making sure that he was sharp. But he tells him, he was like, I need to make sure that you're good because you know, it ain't gonna tell him when the next time we see you. So apparently he's getting out. And the prisoner says, Well, I'm not gonna see you no time soon because you ain't coming back. So it looked like he did from what from what we seen, he did 15 years. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I said thought it was 15 years too. Yeah. Well, what I found interesting or where I feel feels though will be a plot twist is that when he was walking back to his cell to probably gather up whatever items that he had, you know, in order to you know get out. Is that we seen the crew sitting downstairs, and the crew was like, "Well, we gonna let him get comfortable, and then we're gonna make us move." How y'all feel about that? What y'all think that's about? Well, shout out to Jay Moore Reviews on his debut acting. <laughs> so uh, Jay Moore Reviews is actually uh, playing Rodales. Rodales uh, was the character that made the comment about we're gonna let him get settled out on the street, and mm-hmm. that we're going to. Uh, make our move in he's a a fellow youtuber that uh, covers a lot of power shows and whatever so it was very interesting to see him making his acting debut but um 
what I took away from that is that's somebody that clearly he had some beef with. Beef with, yes. Because he said we're gonna let him get comfortable, and then we're gonna come, we're gonna get him. So whatever it is, he must have enough protection in jail that they know they can't get him, or they know that if they try, it's gonna be some serious repercussions. You know, because you could tell that Diamond. And that's what I was gonna say. You could definitely tell that he has earned the trust and the respect at the jail because they were letting him deal with the razor. You know, I mean, he didn't have a guard like standing right behind him. He had a, a whole straight race, <laughs> you know, doing right. doing people's hair. And so that lets you know that there was some level of uh, respect and here. trust. That he had earned, <laughs> yeah, he had earned that level. But that lets you know that, like, that's how I took that. I took that as whatever the beef is, they know that they know that they can't get to him or they know it will be some serious repercussion if they come for him right then. But it also lets you know that there's going to be a future story there. Like they're giving us a heads up that okay, three or four episodes down the line, he don't even know this is coming. Some conflict gonna come his way from, from yeah. behind that jail. Right, some conflict is definitely coming behind that jail. Um, was it a beef that started in jail? Was it a beef that happened way before they get in jail? Was it beef right. with rival crews? I think it was probably one of them. I feel like it's some stuff that probably went down while they went in jail. That's I mean, I don't know, but okay, all right. Well, then you see, you know, we go back to Tommy and we see Tommy walks in his bar and he ordered one of my favorite drinks. He ordered a double Jameson, of course. I, I said that too. I said, they go DJ drink. <laughs> he loved that he ordered one of my favorite drinks. And, I got, you know, I got he's the talking, Jameson on my bar right now. <laughs> oh, man. You should have it in your shot glass. That's what you have it in. But he's you know talking to his bar. You know in my shot glass now. <laughs> that Jack. That Jack. That right, Jack. Uh, he's talking to this bartender, you know, and uh, she seems like she's taking the liking to Tommy already. You know, you can see they be a, they both being a little flirtatious. He smelled a little uh, pepper pot soup. I'm not really sure what the hell pepper pot soup is, but he smells the pepper. I've pot heard of soup. it before. I've heard of pepper pot soup. I've never you know, had it, like, but I've heard the name. He like you know it's a comfort food or whatever. But um, what role you think? This bartender is is, is going to play. We definitely see her a, a further down the line. But what role triangle. you think she's going to play? A love interest and a love triangle. It, she's somebody's girl, and Tommy's going to take a liking to her. She's going to take a liking to Tommy. It's going to be a love triangle. I already see it. But we but we know that she's we know that there's some sort of she has some sort of involvement with with the Flannery with the Flynn Flan, the Flynn family because we saw her having to pay restitution or I mean you know what I'm saying pay tribute or something at one point so there's gonna be some conflict there but yeah i agree that's gonna be some sort of love interest and you know it's not gonna be easy it's gonna be some drama with it yep it's definitely, definitely, gonna be some definitely. but you know it's but even with tommy love interests it seems like he can get away from that love interest like quick i don't want to say quick you know but he ain't got no feelings he got no feelings. yeah it seems like he know like he he know how to turn them on and turn them off yep that's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out Yep. So then, um, so then we go to Diamond, uh, to Diamond, to Diamond actually walking out, and he he's walking out, and he uh he stopped by one of the COs there, and yeah, you already you know. Like, you're in the you I'm gonna just go to let. I'm gonna just be quiet, and let y'all have y'all moment. I'm gonna just let y'all have y'all moment. I'm gonna be quiet. Let us have our moment. He's walking out and he give him the stuff that he came in with. He has on, or he sees that he has some Jordan 21s 
in his bag. And he was like, he had the red joints when he was, and he was like, oh, StockX, he's going for like $150 or something like that. I'll give you $150. Oh, right. Right, yeah, he said said some of these would go, whatever, on StockX. He said, but I'll give you $150 for him. He was like, I don't know what StockX is, but I know these worth more than $150. (laughs) (laughs) It was like more than $150. Right. Oh, it was, there wasn't whatever, no stock but... acts. If he'd been in jail for 15 years, there wasn't no stock acts. No, it was more like East Bay. <laughs> right, yeah, it was East Bay. <laughs> <laughs> it was East Bay. Well, with that being said, I guess we could do our kick of the day. Oh. Which bring, bring us to the kicks that we got yeah, all right, right now. I see we're going with the Chicago thing. Yeah, I see we got the throwbacks on. All right. And we went with the whole Chicago thing. So we'll go ahead and give y'all the kicks that we got up right all now. Right. What we got? What we got? You ready? What you got? You what ready? you got? What you got? Ah, Chicago <laughs> one. I got the two thousand. I got the two thousand one. I got the two thousand one bridge. Sixteen Chicago ones, right here, baby. I don't have no sneakers. Um, I'm starting a GoFundMe to get me a pair. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I don't have no sneakers. We'll drop, link. we'll drop the link in the comments. <laughs> <y'all can> <laughs> they don't allow me to put my um my shoes up because. They're not cool. Yeah, I'll stop your camera. <laughs> oh man. Now you gonna stop the camera. Damn. <laughs> so let me all right. So real quick though, how much are those worth? Like how much are those? Let's just see. You supposed to already, already know the price. These brand new, I think is about between in my size is probably between eleven to fifteen hundred. Good God. In my size. But I'm yes. talking about the ones he had, the, the which I say those were called. What are those things called that he had? The the oh, no. oh, you're talking about the 21s. Yeah. That's a good question. <laughs> it ain't $150. Think of my kicks of the day, my Uggs. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got for y'all. I got some Ugg slippers. <laughs> uh, let's see. A size 10 and a half. Well, a size 11 on StockX is going for $792. There you go. Yeah, like you said, I know they work more than, <laughs> <laughs> than that. Yeah. But uh this seed also goes back to his craft because you see he gives him kind of like a I don't want to say a barber starter set, but he <laughs> but, but he gives him, yeah, that's what it was a, and it was nice, it was a nice set. It was a yeah, nice it definitely was a nice gesture. It was kind of like a you know, go follow this instead of what you actually got in. Make your money in with your it. talent. Make your money right. with your yeah, talent right. in these streets. Yeah. That's yeah, don't waste your too. talent. Yeah. So there we go. When we see um we see Tommy is outside of the bar. And we introduce to uh, like three more characters. So we have he's in a parking spot. And it seems like there's a theme going on with this parking spot, because that's how the damn show started out. But, but that's what he I, said. I've been times. I don't know what the hell's going on with parking spots. But that's what he said. Somebody's mortgage rent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most yeah. of these because that resale is a rent and mortgage payment. And I call no with it. <laughs> yeah. uh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it they, is they're crazy. expensive. That I mean that's why yeah. that's why um they're wearing those and I'm wearing slippers. That's that's why. Uh get that, out that's of here. That's a whole nother <laughs> show for us to get on and rant about. But yeah, these sneakers resale are ridiculous. But he's but he's in the parking spot that was in front of the bar, and we see uh Simon, Vic, and Paulie pull up in a Bentley. And you know, si- uh Vic is like, Yo, you need to move, you need to move your vehicle. You need to you need to move this. We need to park in this spot. You need to move this. 
And Simon, who seems to be like the, the loud asshole of the of the show, he gets out with Vic. And he's like, oh no, you need to move this, you need to move it now. Move it or whatever. He says, to hell with what's hell with Boston, to hell with Tom Brady, to, you yeah. know, to hell with this, right. you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever he had anything to do with Boston. He just automatically assumed since he was Irish that he was from Boston. Right, the so look of confusion on Tommy's face. He was like Boston. He was like, what's up with y'all people in parking spots here in Chicago? Y'all, yeah, y'all yeah. <laughs> so, so then we see the window rolls down and we see Paulie who, Paulie, yep. yeah, we, we see Paulie that's in the back seat, you know, and he he tried to de escalate the situation to say, you know, can you kindly move your shit respectfully, right. Who do y'all think that they like? We know who they are, but what do y'all think the roles would be in this cut in this upcoming season? Uh, well, I think Vic is. I think all of them are a part of a crime family. They're probably a part of the biggest crime family in the in the city uh, because of how they rolled up. How they rolled up, you could tell they got money. Uh, yeah, they was in a Bentley. They was in a Bentley, so they're they're part of a crime family. I'm guessing that Vic is probably like maybe the son of whoever the crime family's boss is, just mm. by the way they kind of uh flocked around him or whatever. Vic is somebody, you know, and uh he probably only has his position in the uh crime family because of uh what his uh family ties are. I don't think that he would uh out, because how he handled himself in that other situation, you could tell that he don't know what the hell he's doing or whatever. So I right. think that Vic is probably like the son of the crime family's boss or something like that. Paulie looked like he might be the uh second boss or lieutenant. Number two. Number two, yeah. He's probably number two and the other guy just probably just muscle. Because he said you know what? My boss would kindly appreciate it if yeah, we here on time. My boss, yeah, yeah, and right. so so we can take care of this business. What you feel about that, really, B? Well, Paulie is is like probably his second in command, but Vic is the son, so he's there de facto because he's related. But I think Vic is a fuck up. Like he, I think the only yeah. reason why he's still alive is because that's the son. You know yep, what I mean? I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, and and I think and Paulie knows it. Like Paulie knows he's dealing with a bunch of knuckleheads. But he, what he what he gonna do? Like that's his fan. Like that's his that's his job. So right. there ain't really a whole lot he can do about it. Right. So then we see uh we go to Walter. Who Walter is the is, is the dad. He's uh it seems like he's a head honcho. He's the one that calls all the shots. And he's talking to Claudia, which is his daughter, who we find out that is, as we said, is Vic. No, Vic is built for that life. That is the son. Claudia uh, saying she more built for it than Vicky. I was gonna say Claudia is the one that really probably should be running things, but he got that old fashioned mindset about you know woman. This is the man's work, right? Yep. She was like, he was like, you know, let us handle this, and you keep basically, basically, she does the books and she washes the money and makes it look legit, you know. Yep. And and she, but she want to be I'm out in the, the streets, trend. and he's like, nah, you ain't built for that. Like that's not. I'm beep, I'm I got to stay trend. over here. Yeah, yep. I'm, I'm seeing the trend, but we gonna get into that. Yeah. Uh, he grabs her hands and was like, "What the hell are you gonna do with you know when it comes down to you know what needs to be done yeah, with, with these little these, hands, right? These, right? Yeah, you need you need you need to throw them hands when it's time to throw them hands, and you ain't built for that. Work with right. the books. 
Ah, uh, you see? <laughs> you missed the kick of the day. Pressure Heinz, you missed the kick. Oh, Lord, they're going to turn you You missed the other scene. You missed the other shot. That too. And that too. But, you know, we see that he looks at, look, he looks at her like, you know what? You do the accounting thing. You you do the money part of it, and we're gonna let the guys be the guys in the streets, and mm-hmm. you're gonna be the woman behind the scenes because basically, so, yeah. telling her women is not so built. Basically, for this. all she's good for is washing the money and keeping the books. Yep. He basically mm-hmm. telling her that women is not built for this. And the way I feel about that is, I at the first episode, I can see her kind of branching off and dipping into the streets a little bit over. more. She's gonna take over. Yeah, because she want to be so involved, and she's probably gonna use Tommy to help take over. I definitely could see that. I could, see, but, I could see that. I could definitely see that. Or either her and Tommy are going, her and Tommy are going to cross paths some kind of way. Now I don't know if they're going to be on opposite sides, but mm-hmm. uh, the fact that she wants to get in her life and her father doesn't want her in her life, we already see where this story is going. Right, right, definitely. And um, we go to the next scene where we see Paulie comes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, shout out to Fresh and Hiders. We see where Paulie comes out. Get and up he's here talking with to Tommy. He's pretty, much, he's pretty much talking to Tommy, trying to see what Tommy intent is while he's in Chicago. Yeah. He's like, you know, what you, you know, you, you coming asking, or you, are you passing through or you staying? Yeah, yeah. And Tommy say, well, I'm just passing through. Paulie's like, you know, that's probably best. You seem like you bad news. You got to get the hell up out of here because you might get stirred some shit. Yep. And you don't want to be involved in this because it's gonna end bad for you. You know, you tap it into you tapping into pockets that you don't even know what you're about to get ready to get involved in just from the conversation with the parking. And um, how y'all feel? How y'all feel about that? Ego about himself. Now he always has kind of had a a big head, but Tommy's got this ego about himself right now where he just uh, any disrespect on sight, he did that. Like he ready to turn off everybody's water on sight. Like just because they came up and asked him to move his car, he ready to fight. But you know what? There's a level of self-destruction in all of this. Yeah. Going back to that first scene where we were asking, is Tommy was Tommy trying to kill himself or was he just so caught up in his in, in his memories and stuff? And the, there's a I, I feel like there's a if we, when I go back because at first I was like they trying to turn Tommy into this superhero or something, but now I think about it and I'm like. Maybe that was just Tommy's recklessness, and maybe there's a part of Tommy that was just hoping somebody else would do the job. Like maybe somebody else would take me out. You know what I mean? I didn't get that, but it's interesting you say that. Did you say that? Because I just always felt like Tommy didn't like taking no orders from nobody. He ain't like. Well, I mean that's an element of it, but like, but but like Retro said, Tommy has always been reckless. But there was a level of self-preservation. Like he knew how far to push it, but. You're in a strange city. You have no allies. You have no friends. You don't know anybody. And you're really running through there like you're running shit. Like you're back in, in New, New York, York and your name yep. means something. Nobody know who you are. Yep. Right. Right. I, I feel that. I feel that. He definitely need to uh, fall back and get a little bit more familiar with the area before he go as Jesse wow. James, as they say. That's <laughs> Jesse exactly James. Jesse James Hollywood come to town. So then you see... Then you go back inside the bar where you see Vic is inside the bar and he's uh he's talking to Gloria, which is the bartender. And it seems like it's some type of love interest there. Like they may have possibly had something going on in the past and he's trying to rekindle it. But from the conversation, it just seemed like, all right, 
you didn't tell your dad what was going on with what we got going on. Good so point, we man. just go ahead and dead this shit. What y'all think is going on? What y'all think is going on there? Because my theory was I, I had two that me and Retro talked about online. I'm only gonna talk about one. Um my theory was it could possibly be a racial issue. Between her fam between his between, family and her. Yeah, I, I definitely can see that element. Another element is that, well, my opinion of it is they probably did used to be a thing, but he's not the type of dude that she into. She not he's not the type of dude that she feeling. So mm-hmm. she's more attracted to Tommy on site because of how his swag is and how he carry himself and how he boss up. Mm-hmm. Big seems a little timid and little. He don't know how to throw them hands. Like she's not attracted to that type of doctor guy. So I think that's why the relationship that they were in previously, I mean, we're left to assume that they were in a relationship previously. I feel like that's why the relationship probably didn't work out because uh, you will soft. I ain't want to your type of dude. But then I also can see that element too where uh, Walter probably don't want his son with anyone outside their race too. So I can, I can see both sides of that actually. Because they're Irish family. and they, They're Irish family. Yeah. So the Irish my family. So I could see, yeah, I definitely think it might be some type of old cool. Yep. I agree. What you think about that, really B? I agree. I definitely feel like it could it could definitely do something along those lines. Yeah. I could see it. I could definitely see it. So then um we see uh Tommy walks back into the bar. You know, he, he's chilling at the bar, and we see Simon, you know, being I'm just gonna say Simon being Simon. Obnoxious. Yeah, being obnoxious, you know, being a hole. He's talking to a female, you know. He gets a little bit disrespectful with it, you know. Tommy hears it, you know, and then uh, Simon is talking to Gloria. That conversation went a little bit left, called him pretty much errand boy, and you a bad boy, wild, disrespectful to whatever it is that he's doing, you know. And that goes left. Of course, Tommy being the eyehead that he is, you know, we already seen that was flirtatious. Uh, Simon goes outside to take a piss, and Tommy follows him. So Tommy, Tommy already dipped in his nose. It's the stuff that he ain't got no business and, doing. And that's where I was with it from the beginning. I was like, "Why? Why are you in this? Like, why are you going out following this Pass man on outside? Right? Pass on through. Why are you like you have nothing to do with any of this? You have it's not no, your beef, right? It's not only is it not your beef, but it's not your like. I don't know. Like you, it just I didn't understand. I, I just didn't understand why he felt the need, and and then the next scene was even worse. But like, you go outside and you whooping up on this dude for what? Why? Because he, he ran him in pockets. But after he ran right. him in pockets, he he got the cell phone after he ran his pockets, and then he realized that uh you know they in the life, and he wants to get back in the life. He's trying to get some drugs. He's trying to get back out here on these streets, and so. I think that at that point he made the decision that I want to get involved and I want to get deeper involved in this situation. But it really wasn't your beef. Pass on through like you said you was. You yeah, know? because you see that like he got a text message talking about the drop. And even beforehand, you see that Vic was telling him, Vic was like, Well, I don't want you to get I don't want you to get too blasted because I need you for this meeting. You know what I'm saying? I need you for this for this, and Tommy for this was meeting all that. in order to you know get this other stuff that we got going. You know, going, but he grabbed the phone and he pretty much intercepted the uh the, message, the location the for the drop. Yeah, yeah. The, the location right. for the meet. And I understand that it'd be different if Tommy was left desolate and he was mm. desperate. 
you got a whole situation waiting for you in California that was really a pretty lucrative setup for you. And did Ghost not leave him money too? Yeah, and you right, and you left New York, you left New York with money. Like you didn't leave, you didn't leave broke, empty-handed. Like you, I don't know. Like if he were desperate, then I would even be like, oh, okay, you know. He needs something. He he barely holding on. But he just got Tommy being a wild but cowboy. You know yeah, yeah, but you know, but Tommy was never about the money. It was the thrill of, True. of running the streets. He was he was attracted to the lure of the streets. I mean, that's true too. That's true too. That's definitely true. And um, so we run into the next scene. Me and Retro try to figure this out, but I think we kind of figured it out. Yeah, the bar scene. Where you see this lady at, she's on one end at the at the club or whatever. She's at the actually the club. She's at one end of the club, and she sees somebody that she finds interested or she's attracted to. You know, they go, they have a little makeout session, and then they pulled out. You know, they pulled out the drug. What I got from it was that was the introduction to what they actually was trying to sell, what they actually try to profit off of, because we couldn't figure the rest of it out. Yeah, because when she showed up to the club, the people that she met up with in like the VIP were, I guess, associates of hers, worked for mm-hmm. her, party with her or whatever. They knew her, you know, they was giving her some uh, some shots or whatever. And she spot the girl across the room because when she went to go approach the girl, even they said, well, who is she? Because we've never seen her before. Right. And so they instantly started making out and falling on each other in the club. And, you know, she puts the, uh, the drug on her hand and old girl sniffed it off. Then in the very next scene, they're at the hotel getting it in. And so she, she asked the old girl, she's like, yo, what is this drug? I've never had this before. You know, I've never, can you get more of it? And old girl never said anything in either one of these scenes. So I, uh, well, I guess the best that we could come up with was that she was probably the vehicle that was being used to introduce the new drug. I don't know if she's going to be a player. I don't know if she's going to be. Uh, a part of another crime family or what? I guess we'll find that out maybe next. I thought that was the daughter. That wasn't the daughter? It was the daughter, but we talked about the girl that she was making out with in the crowd. Right. Oh, oh, okay. Because I was like, okay, I'm sure. Yeah, it was Claudia, but we were trying to figure out who Claudia was making out with in the club. Okay. But that's why I said, I think that's just introduction to us because we don't know who the girl is. Like, she's Yeah, I mean, it didn't girl. make that whole, that whole scene was, yeah. So I'm thinking like she was just like, like that was an introduction to whatever new whatever new designer drug or whatever it is that you know they're doing and i don't know i don't know if she really would do i i I really don't i I really don't know like that (laughs) kind of that kind of confused me so then we go and we see that tommy ends up coming up to where they're supposed to meet up at from the text message somewhere in randolph street chicago where they're supposed to meet up in the text message and he puts he puts two through the windshield and let him know like whatever you about to get ready to do I, I want in on it. I want in on that shit. Yeah, I, I want I want in on it. So we're going to meet up with your your connect together, and we're gonna figure this out once I get there. Which I just thought Tommy just wanted to rob him. That's what I thought he was gonna do too. He was gonna run his pockets and rob him for the weight. Yeah, yeah. I just figured I just thought that Tommy just wanted to rob him. But we 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 see that once he finally get there, he like, well, how many people is gonna be in there? It was like two, but he get there is. Uh, some some dudes that seem like they definitely high. Coke you know, up, tweaking uh, off of something. Yeah, they tweaking off of something. something. They who we find out is a part of the Yardie crew. The Yardie crew, yep. There's a crew called the Yardies. So we see that we they involved with them. We also see CBI, 
which was uh what's the brother name again Jannard Jannard who's Jannard who's part of CBI who's also Diamond's brother who's also there too so it kind of threw Tommy off guard hell they kind of threw Vic off guard because he's like whoa what, what the hell is this it's supposed to be you know, two people here before they meet somebody named uh, Zamos, I believe is his name. Zamos, yeah. Yeah, Zamos. And then you show up where he didn't have all the money. And then he didn't even have all the money for the Right. Drugs. It was like, oh, you came like, you like, where the money at? It was like, you came like, that came up. Oh, that I got most of it. Like, what? What you mean you got most of it? What that, was you that? Before you, that was a little bad. That was a little bad. Even without Tommy being involved. This transaction, if Tommy would not have been there and that transaction would have been a, a normal drug transa- transaction, dead. Dead, dead. Vic would have been dead as fried chicken. Vic and dead. CBI. They all would have been. It, it would have been. It would have off. That that scene was hilarious. <laughs> I, well, it definitely was. It definitely has a funny spot in it. But I was just scratching my head, like, what? Like, what type? That goes to show you what type of person that Vic is. Not really. I think, that, not for I think that alone displays what type of character that we're dealing with. But it comes out in the Vic. You come into a drug transaction and you ain't even got all the money. Not for the streets. No, nah, that's true. Yeah. That that's true, Bap. They probably them crackheads probably wouldn't never even check. They wouldn't even know they got that they that their money was light. They probably <laughs> wouldn't even know. They was tweaking. Like they, they was done. So Tommy come in there very Tommy like and he gets the shooting. Like they was about to get ready to shoot, so he gets the shooting. And that was I would say he came in the time he liked, but that was his response to a situation like Listen, that. He took one boy out. He took old boy out like he was target practice at the gun range. <laughs> he did. Shot him right in the throat. I was just like, oh, sh- damn. But he um he came in there, you know, blazing. He had Vic gun that he already took from him. You know, he came in there. He shot them. And then it was almost like, why did he let the other guy go? That's my question. Why did he let the other guy go? It's like you got a loose end now because you let him go. Why do you think he, he let that loose end so it could go back to Zamos? Uh, but there's new new dude in town. Do you think that was to send a message back to the distro? Maybe I guess. because 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 that's a rookie mistake that Tommy don't make on by accident. Right. So maybe. That's what I thought. That's what I uh that's what I felt like it was extremely interesting is that he actually let somebody go. So then we go to the scene where you see Diamond is uh is walking with his brother Jannard, and they talking, they talking about well, it seemed like all the other crews that got wiped out, but here we are, CBI still standing. So Jannard, he gets to explaining. What went on with the, you know, with the drug thing, with the, with the, you know, with the drop off, with the meet and greet, you know, for the drugs. And he's like, well, you explained it to me, but run it through again. I thought Diamond was going to be through with that life, but it seemed like he's still dipping his toe into that water a little bit. Yeah. Just, just to make sure that everybody is good. He's halfway out the door. Yeah. He's one foot in, one foot in, one foot out. I felt like, I don't know if I necessarily, because I felt like he don't really want to be a part of the life. But I mm-hmm. think that whole scenario just confused him. He was like, or at the very well, least, that, he didn't, like, he didn't shit, like how the brother handled it. He didn't yeah. like how the brother, uh, the brother handled the situation. Let like, me rewind a little bit. Why do y'all think they let Tommy go? Shit, they had no choice. Tommy they said they no life. Yeah, Tommy said they life. And oh boy, gun jam. 
And he already don't took Vic gun away from him. So right. I mean, he, what, what were they gonna do? What they gonna do? <laughs> I mean, Vic could have put a bullet in his head right after he gave him the gun back. Say you had one one bullet left. And Vic was scared. <laughs> they were scared. But obviously, head. like like we said, Vic ain't about their life, so that definitely yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> well, so that's you see too too bad. He he wasn't planning on staying, so maybe that's. But I think a part of him. I I'm be honest with you. The way he kept blowing off dude in L.A., I think a part of him was thinking about staying even before he realized he was thinking about staying. Yeah, and now he don't got a, a connection to some drugs. Oh, he he's ready to explore this now. Let's unpack this and see what we can get up out of this city. So I don't necessarily think he had made up his mind fully at that point. but Yeah, I don't know. think he made up his mind fully, but I definitely think that by the time that whole situation went down, I definitely didn't – I don't think potential for an opening for him. Yeah, I don't think he knew. I don't think he had made up his mind all the way yet. Yeah. And Jannar gives him the barbershop. So he gives him the barbershop. But I thought what was interesting is they had a conversation about Diamond's past life. Yeah. Like, it was kind of like, he was kind of like, well, you know, I'm out of the game. You know, that part of me, that what I used to do, you know, being a murderer and all this type of stuff, I'm, I'm out of that part of it, you know, or whatever. And Diamond was like, I mean, I'm sorry, Jahar was like, Jannar was like, well, you're a free man. You can do whatever it is that you want to do. Do you think that Diamond was still contemplating on it? Like he was still leaning towards it and he was bouncing back and forth trying to figure out, am I in this or should I just continue on with my craft? Well, it's very clear that the brother has done well with the organization since mm-hmm. uh, while he was he locked got up. got a Lambo truck. They ride around a Lambo truck. They got money. You know, he put up a nice penthouse. He bought the barbershop for his brother. So, you know, he's kind of a little intrigued. Like, okay, you know, we probably weren't doing this well before. You know, so he's probably trying to figure out, you know, what his brother into right now. And really, I don't know if it's an interest because he wants to get back into it, but really just trying to figure out where is his brother at right now, and, you know, and how well are they doing or, you know, what kind of shape the organization is in because apparently he used to run the organization. So now the brother is probably running the organization. So maybe he's just trying to, you know, Test the waters out and just see where everybody's head is at, or, or at the very least, where his brother's head is at. What do you feel I about that? Think, I feel like he wants to be out. I feel like he doesn't want. I feel like he doesn't want to be in it. I think he wants to be out. Um, he doesn't like the way, like you saw him saying, "This isn't what we do. This isn't what you know." CBI wasn't wasn't built on this, you know. Um, I think he's content with his barbershop. Like you saw his face, you saw how he was with that. I think he was content. We're running the barbershop and he because um it, um he even said he was like you know he was like i feel like that barbershop got some special memories to them you know because he talked about growing up and what the barbershop meant to the neighborhood and stuff like that i think that's what now now we know that that's easier said than done but i think he i think he's content with the brother running the organization and maybe him just reaping the benefits of it like I, I think he definitely wants to live the life. I think he's enjoying the fact that he got a business and got a nice place to live. But I don't think he wants to be involved in that day to day shit. Because remember when they were walking around and he was like, "Yo, we used to have all these corners. Like what happened? Mm-hmm. Like you know, like he he he's out of it. You know, he's out of it trying to figure it out. So I don't know. I I think he wants to be out of it. Now I don't know if he. I don't think he's gonna be successful. Well, clearly not. But <laughs> you know, right. And CBI stands for Chicago Boys Incorporated, too, for our listeners. I don't know if we made that clear. Yeah, yeah. CBI stands for Chicago Boys Incorporated. Um, it sounds familiar to something that went on in Detroit, but my Detroit people know what's going on with that. So it definitely sounds familiar as far as that goes. 50 Cent was in Detroit. We're we going to be bad at that. However, 
Um, however, so we move to where we see. Um, I think I might have missed the scene, but we move to where we see Tommy is. Uh, he, he's looking at the he's looking at the family. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, we see Claudia and Vic talking. We had Claudia and Vic talking. Yeah, we're talking about the drugs. Yeah. And pretty much try to get so okay. So with that being said, can we, is it safe to say that Walter don't want nothing to do with the drugs, or are they moving on Walter's behalf? I think that Vic is trying to do a new thing. He's young, mm -hmm. he's um impulsive. And so it's just like we were saying in the comments. Uh, I read some of the comments that were saying about the daddy's old school. So mm -hmm. you know, you know, this, this Vic trying to want to try to do something new. And you know, the sister is kind of like in between both because you know, she washes the money, you know, she sees the organization, she sees the 360 of the organization. So, you know, she's trying to get a feel for whether or not this new drug is going to be good business for them. Or is it going to be bad business for them? And like she told him, you already got the feds and stuff snooping around, so that's that's going to be introduced here soon. You already got the feds snooping around, and now you want to bring more heat to the organization. So you know she's trying to rate it, weigh the pros and cons of it. Is the way I took that. It displays definitely that she's a business mindset. She might not be. She probably is built for the street. Hell, who's to say? But it just goes to show that she's a business mindset. She's trying to find a new revenue. Like okay, this is the new way because hell, she like if he if she likes it, then everybody else is gonna like it. This is some shit that she never really experienced, so everybody else is gonna like it. What do you think about that, really, BTV? I feel like again, she knows that she could be doing a better job of it, mm -hmm. but she hitting that brick wall, and she know her again. I feel like she know her brother's a fucker. <laughs> like I don't know. I kind of, um, Bab, I can kind of see that too. The brother's going to mess up and Diamond's going to have to step in and the brother's going to resent it. I get that feel too. I get that feel that, you know, everything's all good right now because the brother's lacing him up when he's coming out. But eventually Diamond's going to step in and son him, take charge of the situation. And I don't think the brother's going to be here for that. So I, I get that feeling too. Why can I see Claudia trying to overthrow her father? I don't think she's going to have to. I don't think she's going to have to. I think in comparison between the two children, and I, for some reason, I get the feeling that the father is on his way out. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's going to be by death. I don't know if he's going to get arrested. I just get the feeling just based off of their conversation that they were having that, you know, somebody's going to be next up, but it ain't going to be Vic. I, I think the daughter is going to eventually take control of the organization. And that's going to be a new twist because we've never really seen a female kingpin so to speak, um, in the power series. So I think that's going to be a new twist. That's why I feel like that's the direction they're going to go with that. Because uh, I can't see us having a whole season of Vic trying to run an organization. He's just, he's sloppy on the first episode. So I, I just, I can't see the Vic running an organization. I can see Claudia trying to take over, honestly. Um, oh, it's going to be a, a, a tug of war between her and the brother, yeah. I can see that this would be uh, after the first conversation that we saw and he was pretty much like, nah, your hands need to stay clean. You just need to deal with the accounting. You just need to deal with the money. I can actually see Claudia trying to take over because she got ideas that it's a possibility that her ideas is not aligned of what her father's agenda is. So she's going to try to further push the agenda. 
Well, <laughs> I like Bam. <laughs> Bam says <laughs> you probably. <laughs> What's up, Xavier? <laughs> oh, Xavier, here we are. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Claudia, uh, Bam says Claudia is going to Tariq Walter. <laughs> oh man. I can, I can see that though. I'm about I can, to say, I can see it. It might be why you bullshit. It might be Vic that's going to Tariq Walter. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Vic got the balls. Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think Vic could do it. I don't think he got it. But I definitely see Claudia doing it. Yeah, yeah I can definitely see Claudia doing it because her mindset, you know, and I could def- I could definitely see I could definitely see her doing it and participating in that. Um so then we have uh let me know if I'm missing something. We have uh, Tommy. Right on with that. We have uh we have Tommy who's uh researching the Flynn family. You see him, you know, on Google. He's researching the Flynn family to see what they're about. I'm not exactly sure of what is said during when he found that this Google search or what came up during that Google search. I'm not really sure, but he at this point he wouldn't see who exactly who he's dealing with. It's literally a copy and paste of Tahada's. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's why I said, you know what, Xavier? That's why I said it sounds familiar because I just was like, here we go with the daughter who's not heavy into the game but wants to be so involved, you know, that she's going to find her way in it somehow, some way. And that's why I said this sounds so familiar, like we have seen this before. Um, it was something else he looked for on a Google search, too. Was it was it the nursing home? It was something else he looked for after he looked up the family. It was something else he Googled as well. Well, okay. So did he go? Okay. Cause he ended up going back to the nursing home too. He went to the nursing home first and, and saw what he believed to be his grandmother, but maybe yeah, wasn't I completely really missed that scene. he did or, go to the nursing home and then or he didn't want to approach her because there were so many people around. Right. Yeah, so he went I to the nursing home when he saw her. And then he we saw, then we saw somebody creeping up behind him. Yeah. I completely forgot that we saw somebody. Yeah, he looked up. up that's it. Yeah, he looked up CBI. He looked up CBI. Yeah, I know it was something else he googled, but I couldn't remember what it was. He looked up CBI, and that's when he yeah. saw uh, Diamond. That's when we found out that Diamond had been in jail for fifteen years. 15 years. Yep. Yeah. But um, I missed the scene where he was at the nursing home. He had went back and he showed her the picture. If what did it say? If anybody out there can tell me what it said on the back of that picture, please let me know. I don't know. It was something. I it was something in Italian, but I don't know what it was. But it, I guess so, it was some sort of family mantra because oh, the, the other dude had it tattooed on him. So because I said the same thing, I was like, "What's so special about that?" But he had it tattooed on him. I'm like, it must be something deep, right? So we, we see we see him walk. We see him walk out. I'm sorry. We see him walk out of the uh, the senior citizen home, retirement home, whatever home it is that, that she's that that she's in, and. Tommy hears footsteps. And so the footsteps he was hearing, whatever he was hearing, come to find out, it's his damn brother. Where the hell has his brother been at? No, Bap. We can't overlook that. Uh-uh. No. We got to talk about that. Bap talk about... <laughs> Where the hell has his brother been at? Wait a minute. We can't overlook that, Bap. We got to talk but about the that. The question is, first of all, the brother has to be older than Tommy because wouldn't Tommy have remembered like a whole pregnancy or something? I, I mean, maybe not. I don't know. But so, and then it was their mother. They had the mother lying about having a child. Like, and she lied about everything. So she lied about Tommy's father. 
She lied yep. about her mother's uh, yep. life. Yep. She lied about having an affair with uh, JP's dad and left that child behind. So Kate was just, she was a hoe. <laughs> yeah. And Bro, she must have been really bad late. because the, um, the brother's father told him that she was dead. Like, don't yep. even worry about her. She's dead. So he whatever did. it is, it must have been really bad. Yeah. I was watching it late this morning and it was, I was kind of like in and out. And once I heard, like, you, you know, I'm, I'm the grand, I'm the grandson too. This the other, I opened one up, I was like, you shit, me? <laughs> like, what? Tommy got a brother? But I, like, one, 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 one Listen, I told y'all that last week. I told y'all that last week when I saw right. the spoilers. When I read the spoilers, I'm like, y'all, I know Crystal said she didn't want to know about it, so I didn't talk about it in the group chat. But I kept telling y'all, I said, y'all. When this come out, y'all gonna have a fit about this because it is not gonna make any sense. It, and, and until they explain the connection, it's not still gonna make any sense that Tommy has a whole biracial brother over here in Chicago. And all these times that Tommy has been to Chicago, even that uh, that episode back in power when he was coming back from Chicago, he made a detour and went to Ohio. To mm -hmm. Holly's place, you would have think that would have been the opportunity he wanted to go look at look for his family roots, and it just make it make sense. This writing is all over the place. I get that y'all are trying to not uh tap into any of the storylines from power. I get that, and I understand that you're writing new storylines for these characters. I get it, but can y'all give us a little bit of character development for these stories before y'all just drop them on us like this? We've known Tommy for all these years, all these different series of power. Never once in all his conversations with ghosts about family and all these things, we were left to assume that Tommy was alone. He didn't have nobody. That's why ghosts took him in and looked after him. And that was his brother. And y'all right. knew his brother to give him another black brother. Really? I was completely confused on that. I, and I was, like I said, I was half asleep. I'm like, wait, what? All right, I'm going to get back to this when I get up in the morning because this right. is a trippy shit. And Bap, I, don't, I disagree. I don't think the brother has any criminal ties because remember when he asked Tommy, he was like, can I ask why you, like, why you carrying, why you packing? And the, to me, the way he said it was like, it I was a shock to him that somebody's carrying a gun. Like, if he in the life, that's just automatic, right? No, actually, uh, CP, I think it's the opposite. I think he thinks that uh, for a white boy to be in a life, he's probably asking, why are you carrying a gun? Because that's the least he expects. I oh. think Tommy's brother is going to be in a life, and he may even be part of one of these crews. He might be part of CBI, or he might be part of this Yardie group. I, I think the brother's going to be in a life. Okay. That's interesting, because I didn't even think that the brother was part of the life. I think he know about it. I didn't really think that. That's what Crystal's saying. She don't think that the she think that the brother's straight. Uh, you know, uh, a civilian. Yeah, I think he's straight civilian. That would too. be an interesting I, twist too. That would be an interesting twist too. That if the brother is straight laced and he's um, not in the life, and Tommy is, what he's going to do with that? But for some reason, I just feel like the brother's going to be in the life. Well, we're so going to find gonna out. So yeah, yeah, K had whole families. <laughs> yeah, I that yeah. very interesting. Very, yeah, Kate hiding everything. Well, either, exactly. Kate is a drug addict, a habitual liar, and she just tried to hide so much for Tommy. And every she Tommy just keep pulling off layers, pulling off layers, was going to in turn cause his. I was a hatred. 
but it's going to reason he already resent her. Yeah, going to resent her even more. And I think we're gonna get a cameo from Kate too. Yeah, she we got to right. Yeah, all the, all this is setting up her return. All this right here is setting up her. Her mama's still alive. The brother. Uh, there, there's if if she is not shown in this show, if she doesn't come through in this show, then I'm gonna be mad that we got all this because so, we're setting all this up. We we're gonna have to have Kate. Kate's gonna show up. So I'm just waiting for somebody to pop out and say, as far as as far as uh J as far as JP goes, say I'm the Peppy. Who the <laughs> I'm waiting for somebody to come out. And I'm the Peppy. I'm waiting for somybody to come out and say that. Maybe they're the same writers as Xavier. Maybe they're the same writing team to do it. So a half, so a hidden half brother who's not in the life. I'll take Zeke Cross for two hundred Alex. Well, you ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> well. Everything I know, poor Zeke. We poor, poor Zeke. Zeke. Ain't no poor, poor Zeke. Zeke, whatever. Poor Zeke. We're I don't understand the that. purpose of the lies either. I don't understand the purpose of the lies either because I mean that's your past. You running from your past and your present. I just I don't understand it. You talking about the purpose of the lies of why Kate was why Kate is lying? Yeah, why she hiding whole families and why is the fact that she hiding the fact that her mama is alive? That's the part I don't quite understand. Unless her mama was just ashamed of the fact that she was a stripper and a hoe. And that, you know, it made it easier for her to tell everyone that her mother was dead. I mean, that's the only thing I can come up with. What you doing, Christmas? K is a stripper in a hole. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that could be part of it. But you have no problem calling my carry a stripper in a hole. So what's what's, what's I never called her a stripper. <laughs> you definitely call her a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> I called her a hoe, but I never called her a stripper. Oh, she's a hoe's hoe. <laughs> exactly. She's she a hoe. She's a classroom hoe. <laughs> so, all right. So, with that being said, let me ask y'all this then. Do y'all think that she hit the brother because... Does she even know about it? Because going back to what JP said... How did uh, she not dad... know she had a child? Yeah, oh, yeah. but what I'm saying is, yeah, like, she had to hide the brother because... <laughs> yeah. She hit the brother because she, she hit the brother because she was black? Because he was black? Maybe that's so. Maybe that's so. Because is it a racial thing? Because it was like... When the father yeah, came I around, being a, I can see it being a racial thing. Yeah, when when Tommy father came around, I, I don't recall, but it seemed like it may have been a racial thing with them meeting Keisha too. Yeah, because she made a little comment about Keisha when she first met Keisha. I don't yeah. know, but no, you can't go that can't go down that path. Nope, scrap that. Can't go down that path. She took ghost here. <laughs> Well, but, that but that's different. See, people, it's different when it's somebody having sex with your child and maybe having grandchildren potentially. Like people, people find excuses for their racism. It's layers to their racism. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I don't know. But that is true. She did take ghost in, so I don't know, y'all. It again, well, just one of the things that had us confused. <laughs> we'll see, because I don't. I don't think there's another oh, reason why you had brother. I bet you Kate ended up leaving that baby with her mama. Sounds familiar. I bet they, you. They got a reason you had that the brother is there looking after that grandmother at that nursing home. That lady probably raised him. That no, he said his father raised him. Well, obviously, the lady's in his life because he knew that was his grandmother. Unless he was the ops, I don't see there's no reason why she should have hit him. But remember, they. I don't know. Shit. This is power. <laughs> this is power. You're never gonna know. <laughs> it's the riding, baby. <laughs> so when, when Tommy pulls up at the sinko, when he's at the sinko, he's pumping his gas. He pulled the number out that JP had gave him. 
and he throws it away. You know, like they have an interaction, they have a conversation, gave him a number, like, yo, bro, look me up, you know, do whatever. And then he throws the number away. And Tommy was the one that asked him for the number. He didn't ask Tommy. Yeah. Right. Good point. Good point. So why did he throw the number? Why do you think he threw the number away? You know how Tommy is. Tommy always wanted to run from the truth. He always wanted to run from what's in front of him. And then you think so? Yeah, Tommy always have. Tommy has always I, ran. He ran away from the cops. It was always ghosts that had made him think things through and to look at it from a different perspective. And in that moment when he was getting ready to get back in the car, he thought about it for a minute. Nah, I need to get his number because I need yeah, to he, Yeah, he went back and got the number. He ain't run away from his pops, though. But that's because well, he, he wanted to know who his father was because he had such a shitty-ass mama. Yeah. And wondered, and especially when he found out that his pops was in the life, that just made him even more attractive to the fact that I, I want to know who my father is. You right. know, mm-hmm. yeah, his pops was the mob. So. I think if his if his father was a civilian, he wouldn't want nothing to do with him. He would have kept on stepping. But uh, and I think that's probably yeah, what his thought part is with his brother is he can't really figure out is he part of the life is he not is he going to accept me for who I am, you know. So that's going to be very interesting. Yeah, that's true, Dina. That that's true. That's a valid point. I bet Cable's rebellious teenager. Yeah, yeah, probably. Probably. She it would be like we hadn't seen that type of thing happen before in power. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I could definitely yep. see that. Yep. So then we see um, we see Diamond. He's in the barbershop. He's cleaning up the barbershop, you know, getting some things together. And he gets a visitor. I'm not really sure what the what this visitor name is, Dirty but cop. come to find out he's a cop. <laughs> cop. <laughs> come to find out Dirty. he's 12. Dirty. <laughs> dirty Which, cop at that. Yeah, just oh well, man. We don't know that he's dirty yet. We just assume because that's the look pattern. at him and tell. I can look at him and tell he's dirty. He ain't watch. Either he's dirty or he has a vendetta against CBI and it's some type of it's it's a connection. Right, like like Diamond killed his big brother or some shit. You know. What yeah, I'm it's definitely a connection somewhere. And why this cop is just snooping around the barbershop and he let me get a cut. You know, what I mean, a cut. You know what I'm saying or whatever. We opened up and he just walked in there after he told him that he was closed and he took a seat, made himself comfortable for a few minutes, and and everything. And he because at first I thought he was maybe one of the brother's enemies that was getting ready coming in. You know, up with shit. him. Yeah, he probably still is an enemy because he a cop. Don't mean he ain't an enemy. Well, that's true, but I mean, I just thought it was like some street dude. You know what I mean? Diamond did look like he was getting ready to uh, <laughs> slice. Oh him no, he was about razor. to get him. You saw him yeah. pick up his razor. Yeah, he, was great. yeah. He, picked up, he picked up that straight razor until until he saw that badge. Yeah, and then he was just like, "Oh, it's just it's just the cops coming in here to give me a hard time." He probably feel for his life. Like, who was this dude? He didn't made himself comfortable. He yeah. just sat down. And like, who the hell is Because it was yeah. after hours. So he's yeah. trying to figure out. So, what y'all think gonna transpire? Just the prediction. What y'all think gonna transpire from that scene? I think, I think he's re- gonna fuck with. I him. think he's a paid for cop. I think he's a he's a Ramirez, but not one that's on the team. I think he's a cop that's uh, um. Probably uh, shaking the organization down for kickbacks. That's what, that's what he is. He trouble. So is he Yardies, Flynn family? Like, what is he? You know, like he could be Yardies. He could be Yardies cop. Like, what's the bit? Like, what's I don't the... think he's Flynn. I don't think he's the Flynn family cop. I think he's he's probably uh, connected and linked up with Yardie. I could. Eh. 
I'm we we'll see, we'll see how it plays out. Or maybe that diamond just passed. Maybe his pass was just so checkered that he just wanted to make sure that he's on the up and up. He could end up helping. He's not CBI. back out starting up his old shit again, right? Yeah, he could just be helping out CBI. Like I'm just, I heard you was out. You used to do a, bu- a bunch of crazy shit. I heard you was out. Keep your nose. Clean. And I heard you got a barbershop. I just wanted to come through and make sure that you was on the up and up. Yep. Or he could be suspicious about that whole barbershop thing. Are y'all using this as a front to wash his mm-hmm. drug money? Are y'all trying to wash his drug money through that? He probably just come. Well, oh, it's definitely gonna be a front. The barbershop oh. definitely gonna be a front. Well, who though? I don't think it's gonna be the, the brother might try to wash some, some money through there, but I feel like the brother may have other businesses that are is washing that money. He ain't driving no Lamborghini off of no barbershop money. <laughs> he, he can use other businesses, but we see. We see previously it goes. What did they have? They had like a cleaners or something like that. They had laundry mat. They had laundry mat. So they had they had a laundry mat. They had laundry mats and they had the parking Exactly. At one point, you know, they was running it through truth. So even though they're getting all this money or whatever, another stream, another uh, another stream of revenue in order to get their organization uh, in in a different direction. I I don't think it's far fetched for the power universe at all. Yeah, well, that's the power universe. You're right. Anything can happen in the power universe. <laughs> Anything can happen in the uh, power universe. So then we see we, we see Tommy. He he pulls off. He he's driving. Comp for sale sure. for the highest bidder. I agree. <laughs> yep. Hey, <laughs> exactly. Comp for sale for the highest bidder. Yep. Freelance. They use a Keisha hair shop to run. Money. Yeah, they did use a Keisha hair shop to run money. They did that yep. for a minute too. So yep. it's definitely a possibility that they can run money yeah, through. Tommy we see all this money. before. Tommy was washing his money through that before Tasha started. Yep. That's oh, the crazy yeah. thing. We have seen all from one episode introducing all these characters. We've seen a lot of this stuff already before. That's what I had such an issue with with book two when it first came out, season one, is because it's just retelling stories that we've already seen. Yeah, don't hit don't hit replay so many times. Yeah. So we see Tommy pull off. It then don't never want to hit rewind, but I will say they did hit rewind a lot in this, and that was unusual for power because they don't really do the flashbacks, but we got oh, a lot yeah, of flashbacks. The flashbacks. We got a lot of flashbacks. Because then, because then he had another flashback, which I forgot. He had another flashback after he got finished getting those chicks from uh Gloria. Oh yeah. Because they yeah. were talking about the marriage. because she, she was like, um, because he saw that he saw the tag, yeah. yep. and he was like, Did you serve? And she was like no, I did, but my husband did. He, you know, he went he went on the tour and he never came back. Yep. Then he had a flashback, you know, with Keisha, you know, and everything with the diamond ring, you know, and all that. So they they do take us back and rewind it. So I wonder is that's gonna be an ongoing thing that we see in power. Or maybe with Tommy, it's probably gonna be an ongoing thing because you know, and uh in book two. Instead of us getting the flashbacks, you have Tariq that has those premonitions mm-hmm. of Raina coming to him and Kanan coming to him and all that good stuff. So in Tommy, he don't really have nobody unless it's going to be Lakeisha. He don't really have anyone that's going to really pop up in those premonitions. So I think for Tommy, instead of us seeing the premonition of dead people all the time, mm-hmm. I think what we're going to see with Tommy is the flashback. And I think we're also going to see flashbacks of things that we never saw. Right, if that makes any sense, so right. he's gonna, he's going, they're gonna show us memories that Tommy's having that we never saw in power. 
I think that's what they're going to show us. I wish we had gotten some of that flashback. Like when he pulled up to the house at the beginning of his grandmother's house, maybe yeah. we could have got a flashback of a little Tommy there playing or something. Because again, it was just like, I was well, lost. Even a situation like, between Kate and, and the mama that Tommy may have, because remember they made a point to, to say that Tommy hadn't seen the lady since he was four or six or whatever. Right. Yeah, since he was four years old. Yeah, since he was four years old. So maybe that could have been a flashback of Kate and that mama having an argument or something. And maybe something. Could, yeah, gotten a backstory as to why there would have been that length of time that there would have been separation between Kate and her mom. And why she would have lied and told Tommy the woman was dead. Was dead, yes. I don't know what the hell, but we'll see. Um, so when Tommy pulled off. He's driving, and you see these uh these beautiful Escalades. I mean, it's around here. It, we pull it's up. Not the beautiful Escalades. The beautiful Escalades. I love Escalades. Beautiful Escalades pull up on the side. You know, and Tommy like, what the? F-? You know, what's going on or whatever? Yeah, because they had no box them in. They had no. Box yeah, they had boxed them in. He already kind of knew what time it was, and he just scratched the wrong itch way too many times in a little short little visit. Yeah, you just scratched the wrong itch way too many times. But in so there, they, um, what Paulie had told him, Paulie had told him that I warned you about this. Go ahead, and get on out of time before you ruffle too many feathers. Well, you don't ruffle. You sure did. Yeah, you ruffled the wrong feathers. So now, wrong feathers. so now they taking him to to meet the man himself. They taking him to meet Walter. He was like, "All right, yeah, you did this." They come out with their guns. They was like, "Yeah, drive." Now you did this. Now you got to come up with some. We got to figure out what you're doing here and what the hell's going on. You know, this is pretty much your second morning. Yeah, what you here for? Yeah, so he meets up with Walter, you know, and and Walter, I can't remember exactly what he said. He said something about time and money. I don't remember exactly what he said, you know, because he said, because uh, he asked him, he was like, well, how long are you plan to be here? You know, whatever. And Walter pretty much just gave him his last warning shot. Yep, get on up out of town. Like you need to go away and get a by the towel. He was like, "You ain't got no time frame. This either man with too much time or too much money. Either way, it's gonna run out. One is gonna run out. Either way it goes, one is gonna run out. So you need to get the hell out of my town." Like, ASAP, well, that's when Tommy was saying, "I got a short food fuse and a long memory." Yeah, right. That was the episode name right there. If he did say that, I got a short fuse and a long memory. I got a short yeah. fuse and a long memory. So you need to, you need to get up out of here because. This, this that was pretty much his warning. You need to go. How y'all feel about that? I mean, what's there to think about? Like he should have left town. I mean, the dirty old man. Man told him to get the hell out of town. They pulled him up on the street. Like that lets you know right there that they can find whoever they need to find whenever they need to find. And them. he can reach out and touch you at any time. Right, because they sure pulled up on him in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but look what he literally did. In middle, so literally in the middle of the street. <laughs> Look what you've done already so far. Like you didn't, you didn't broke Simon's hand. Yeah, he fucked you Simon up. Yeah, you fuck didn't fuck girl. Right, and we didn't have issues. You didn't have issues. You robbed him for the girl. You robbed for the girl. And Simon. he doesn't, and he doesn't have a kind of car that blends in. I mean, his car stands out. Yep. Right, because he got that old school Shelby yeah. Mustang. Yep. And you don't rob him for their drugs and their money. So yeah, you don't done a lot in one night. <laughs> but see, the thing with drugs and money is, do Walter even know about the drugs and the money? Like, is that I don't know if Walter coached him. Like because he gave him the drugs back. He gave oh, him- yeah, he gave him the drugs back. That's probably the only reason why he walked out of there alive. 
Because mm-hmm. he told him, he said he said something to him about because I thought I'm gonna be honest with you, when when Tommy gave the dude his drugs back, I really thought he was gonna hit Tommy up with a when he asked him, Well, how long you plan on staying? Yada yada yada. I thought he was gonna give a job. I thought he was gonna offer him a job. But then when he was like, all right, you're, you know, like, I appreciate the money, but your time here is done. Like, I'm going to need you to get up out of my town. And then because when Vic showed up, he kicked the drugs to him and said, here go your dirt or something. He kicked the drugs to uh, Vic. Right, because remember, when 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 Vic was talking to the sister, she was she was telling him, you know, dad's not going to like the fact that you were doing business with the Yardley. Remember? Yeah. So so he had to do what he had to do to save face with, with you know, Tommy. But he really wasn't with it. Like, he wasn't happy about it. And you could see the look on Vic's face. Vic was like, why is this nigga walking away? Walking away, Why is he still alive? Because he really thought his father was going to kill him. But I think that was his father's way of letting him know, I did what I had to do to to keep my reputation intact, but I don't really give a fuck about this. Right. I can see that. I think if he had interfered with his business, that would have been another conversation. But yeah. the fact that Vic was already out here running side deals that the father didn't want him to run with people he didn't want him working with, I don't, I don't think I don't think Walter was all that pressed about the situation. I think he only did what he had to do to just save face for the purposes of you can't let work on the street get out and you let somebody rob your son and you didn't do nothing about it. But I don't think he really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can see that. So. How do y'all feel about the first episode? Raw, honest opinions. All over the place. <laughs> it was all over the place, and it was hard to follow for me. Need some work. I had to watch it about five, six times in order to even get an understanding. And, and then not only did you have to watch it five, six times, but then we had to watch it together. Yeah. We had to watch it together. And we had to piece it together. <laughs> we had to put the puzzle together together. It was so much. Just to do I'm the like, show. What the- <laughs> I'm texting y'all like, oh my God, I'm confused. So this is going on with that. That is going on with this. How did all this shit happen in one night? Um, like so much happened. Okay, so with that night. being said, do you think there's going to be a lot of callbacks to uh, power? I don't think so. With the yeah, way that they've introduced all these new characters and the way they're setting the tone for the show, I, show, I don't think there's going to be much callbacks. Uh, a lot of people seem to think that Two Bit is going to find his way to Chicago and be working with um, Tommy. I don't see that happening. I could see Elisa Marie popping up later on down the line. She was a little bit younger than Tariq, so I mean, ideally, Elisa Marie still should be a kid. So I, I don't see Elisa Marie's character popping up for a long time now. Maybe season three, if that show makes it that long. Um, I don't know. I don't know, but they're gonna to have to turn up the heat a little bit on this one. And Tommy's I think he's definitely gonna to try to go out and he's definitely gonna to try to well one man. thing we're gonna see with this version with this series of power is gonna be a lot of violence, it's probably gonna be a lot of sex. It's gonna be very I was gonna say because we had a whole we had a whole soft porn scene dead smack in the middle, like off top, first episode. Tommy don't want to work. Tommy don't want to work for nobody. He no longer wanna be nobody's dish. Well, he said that because remember he called yeah. Rodolfo at the end of the uh, show. Or Rodolfo calling back, like, where you at? Pressing him my way out. Like, look, I'm not working with you. It's over. I'm my own boss. So I think this is setting the tone. And he flipped where, the Yui. He was like, yeah. nah, I ain't going to the West Coast. He's going to stay here. Tommy's going to end up being his own crime boss. Yeah, he wants to be his own boss. I think he's going to get a crew together. Yep. And he's, he wants to run shit. Like, 
even when he was back in New York, he never, even when he felt as though he ran shit, he never really ran shit. So I think at this point, this is his he, time. Yeah, it's his time because when he felt he ran shit, Ghost was still pulling strings here and pulling strings there, you know. And he was just a distro. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't that Not guy. That, but Ghost manipulated him from time to time. Where Ghost would pull these little capers and stuff, seventy percent of the time, and use Tommy as a pawn. So I think we're now going to get to see how Tommy's going to run an organization truly on his own. My my question is: Is it going to be an organization he built up from scratch, or is he going to take over one of these organizations? For some reason, I feel like uh, not to bring the colorism thing into play, but for some reason, I feel like he's going to end up working with CBI. I feel like working with CBI. CBI more in the streets. Yeah. And Tommy yeah. is a street dude. Like he like he's more for the streets. And I feel like that's the whole reason of giving him a black brother. Mm-hmm. You know, it's packaged. Yeah. That he's gonna be able to go work with the black crew. And I think like some of it is gonna be like I think that the Flynn family is gonna be involved in their workings, but you know, in the things that he's doing and his, and his new ventures. Honestly, for me, honestly, for me, this this first episode it was confusing as hell. I'm I'm a little underwhelmed, I, I suppose, but it is the dude. I'm about to say it is the pilot for it. I'm extremely, I'm extremely underwhelmed. If I had to give it on a scale from one yeah. to ten. I probably give it like yes, a four. Xavier, yes, 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 yes. But Jason is dead. Ghost killed him in the elevator in um um season six of power. Uh yeah, you talking about the Jason? yeah, Jason gone. He gone up out of here. But that that should have been the premise for the pilot that Walter was the rival of the Serbians. Uh now I would have that would have been a call back to regular power, and it would have been easier for me to follow this crime family, but introducing brand new crime families. And it kind of be like what we want to see in book two, other crime families. You know, it's just kind of like what we got introduced to the Tejadas. We were like, well, where, where the hell were the Tejadas when the St. Patrick's were in the streets? Mm-hmm. You know, so each each one of these um, versions of power, we get introduced to a new crime family that didn't previously exist <laughs> in the power universe. But, you know, they just, they just magically appear after another crime family gets killed. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how they go. Scale of one to ten, retro. What you give it? Six. A six. Ooh, you that's high. Me. That's high for you, man. You give, say, that's high. The only reason why I gave it a six was really to be quite honest with you. The uh, seminology, the 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 way it was recorded, the the shots, the scene. The acting is definitely music, better. The acting could have been better. I think the acting could have been better, but the way it was shot, I it's think it was beautiful. Too. It, it was it was beautiful. Um, didn't really showcase much of Chicago the way I wanted to see it, but um, I, I think you that, see some landmarks um, in there. Yeah, we you saw a few landmarks here and there. We saw a lot of damn snow. Yep, you know they shot this during the winter. That's a Midwest landmark. It seems like is it just me or does it feel like all power series occur in the winter? <laughs> all of them. I feel like they shoot. I feel like that's when they film. They film in the winter for whatever yeah. reason. Because you're right. It's is always cool. winter time. You've never yeah. seen with shorts on. Yeah, the show, the show is always set in the winter months. Even when Tariq was starting school in September, they was in winter coats. Yeah, they was in the winter coats. <laughs> 
the whole um this whole thing they was in leather jackets and pea coats and all this stuff and he's even in raising canaan they were in puffy coats and you know raquel her fur coats and stuff all i mean it's always winter in power <laughs> yeah yeah i guess it's cold in new york well, it's definitely cold in chicago it's definitely cold in the midwest but I, I, I get it. I get it. I gave it a yeah, four. RIP, Jason. I gave but, I gave it a but, four. But you still you still own something though with that Xavier because yeah they killed Jason, but they didn't kill his little his little homie that was running around with him, right? The dude who shaved off all his hair. No, that was Milan's dude. That was Milan's dude that Tommy was getting the drugs from. He was getting the pills and shit from at the warehouse. The dude, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the dude that kept telling him not to work with ghosts. That wasn't Jason, homie. That was uh, Milan's little dude. So I guess Jason didn't have no right hand. Well, technically, Milan did work for Jason. Not RIP, I guess. You know what? But whatever happened to that little dude? Because they never showed him get killed. So maybe he'll pop back up. I know episode. y'all don't think I can remember that far back. <laughs> you know, <laughs> predictions? Or we don't have any expectations of that, Crystal. I you did. You're doing better with the names, though. You're doing. I meant to commend you on that. You are doing much better with the characters' names. <laughs> She's like, child. I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I be trying. I be trying to work out this name situation. You're doing much better. You're doing well, much thank better. Thank you. See, you're see, hard work pays off. Yep. Well, your note, your note taking has gotten better. Y'all got any <laughs> for, the, uh, for the season? Uh, uh-huh. Predictions. Any predictions for the season? Oh, shit. I don't know. I, I definitely think there is going to be a, a love triangle between Tommy, Gloria, and Vic. I can see that. A mile away, so I definitely mm-hmm. think it's going to be a love triangle, and I feel like something. I think, you got, to, I think you got to throw Claudia in there too. Um, maybe further on down the line, because there hasn't been any interaction between Tommy and Claudia yet. I see more so with uh, Glory and Vic because they showed they showed that, and by the fact that Tommy hit on the first night, that tells me right there that there's going to be problems between him and Vic over that girl. He's going to smash the boss's daughter. Yep. That's my prediction. He's going to smash the boss's daughter. I think, I think that. I, yeah, I see that. So you think that Tommy and Claudia are going to have a thing? I think there's going to be some sort of connection with them, yeah. I think that's going to happen further on down the line. I don't think that's going to happen right away. Uh, I do think but that's going to happen. It's going to probably happen. Uh I do think that what y'all were saying earlier about um, Diamond's prison pass coming back to haunt him, I think that's going to be some problem. Who are they? A rival gang. But so, all right. So, with that being said, it, could it be a possibility that that cop is working for the rival gang? Could be. Could be. And probably, and probably knew how to roll up on him at the mm-hmm. bomb shop. Yeah. Of his connection, the people probably told him that. Yo, now that's a good out. point. Maybe that is who he is, or who he's connected to. Now that's yeah. a good point. Um, somehow, some way, I don't know if the other brother. I haven't really got a feel on the other Gennard yet, but somehow, some way, I feel like Tommy, his brother, and Diamond are all going to end up working together. I feel like they're going to be a crew because they seem like they're the OGs. Well, at the very least, Diamond is an OG. Mm-hmm. And um, Tommy is somewhat of an OG, so I can see all them kind of 
working together, you know, on the same team. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that happening. And that may be how Tommy gets his crew up. Um, definitely going to see Kate. We're definitely going to see Kate. Um, there could be a power struggle. There could be a power struggle between the brother, uh, Janara and Diamond over CBI. I can see that. I can see the tone being set for that. Where there's yeah, I can conflict, see that. I can see that. Where there's going to be conflict between them. And I think eventually the feds are going to find out that Tommy is still alive and he's in Chicago and some of his past is going to come back to haunt him too. That's what I think is going to happen. He making all this noise. They definitely gonna find out he's still alive. Man, what you talking about? Shoot, did he drop? Well, he didn't. Well, yeah, he dropping bodies on the first <laughs> first episode. Yeah, he already dropped the body. Yeah, he dropping bodies. On he the dropped the body, floor. broke a hand. He yeah. robbed a a, a a a gang for the drugs. For he the passed it through. He passed it through like a in twenty four hours. He like a hurricane. Yeah, he's a category five at this point. His name already ringing twenty four hours. Yeah. Shoot. So it got all the way up to the Flynn family to the top boss in 24 hours. Yeah. Your name is ringing. So Tommy Pass is definitely gonna catch up with him. I remember really looking to it and see who the hell Tommy Egan is. 24 hours, like you have been in town, but uh, uh, a few moments, and mm-hmm. you, everybody in town know who you are already, just about and how to find you. Cause they rolled up on him like they had GPS on him. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn, they had location services turned on on him. <laughs> um, well, maybe they did find him that way because remember he still had a boy phone, so maybe that's how they found him. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. maybe because yeah. he threw his phone out the window. Remember? Yeah. Yep. Could have been. All right, uh, Crystal, you got any predictions? Where you at? I'm agreeing with. I mean, I agree. I think that there's gonna be the brothers are gonna have some sort of conflict somehow. Tommy's gonna hook up with the brothers. I. You know the older the, the the younger brother he seemed impressed by Tommy. Yeah. He seemed impressed by Tommy. So I feel like maybe there's gonna be some sort of connection there and they're gonna link up. I definitely think there's gonna be a situation with the daughter because the daughter is desperate to create her own path. So she may be willing to work with Tommy. We saw her looking down from her room, you know, onto what was going on when they brought Tommy up there. So she peeped, she peeped that whole situation. Um it's definitely going to be a conflict with this chick and Tommy and Vic. I see that. So and I'm kind of agreeing with y'all. I, I guess I just want to, I don't want it to move too fast to the point where it doesn't, like it's too accelerated, but they threw a lot at us in the first episode. And I just, yeah. I, I just hope that. It, it, it definitely was a lot to process. Yeah. So I'm hoping that it not slows down, but it, it streamlines. Like you said, there's a whole lot of different storylines coming at us. So I hope some of these people start connecting and the story starts streamlining, you know? All right. Uh, DJ, what's your theories? What's your predictions? Um, Tommy is going to try to take over. He's going to use Claudia to try to take over because she's going to want the same thing. But their ideas is going down line. She wanted to be in the streets. So somehow, some way, she's going to get involved with that. It's definitely going to be a beef between Vic and Gloria. We can see that from the jump. That that's definitely a beef that's that's not going to go away. Tommy going to need a crew. He somehow, some way, going to need a crew. I'm not sure what side he's going to get. Uh, he's going to come even on. if he get the drugs right now, he can't move no product. He ain't got no. And right, because he can't. Move, he can't move no product. But that's how I no think crew. he somehow he's going. And maybe y'all are right about the brother. Maybe when he calls the brother, 
maybe the brother links him in with CBI. So maybe y'all are right about that. Yeah, because right now he has nothing. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, he don't he have a to connect. He ain't got a place to stay. <laughs> he right, he don't have a connect. He, but that's easy. That that'd be easy for him. You know, <laughs> that's the, that's the easy part. But no, he don't have a connect. Him, he don't have. He don't have. He don't know where to move the weight. Who's moving weight? Whose territory is what? And who the call the they actually are and what they actually do besides just the drugs. Who they actually are? He did. He he knows they'd be at this bar. He has a lot that he has to figure out because he's going to a brand new city. And you try to get your name to ring. I mean, it's ringing now, at least for the night. But you trying to be, you trying to start. And you're going to need some allies because once that crime family finds out that you're still back in town, there's going to be some smoke behind that because they already told you get lost. You know what? Maybe maybe he links up with the CBI and be like, well, you know, I saved your life. You know, just let maybe that conversation starts from there and then they go from there. You need soldiers. Yep. He yeah, because he needs so he don't have none. Yeah, he don't he have nothing. nothing. Yeah, he don't have nothing. And that could be where the conflict comes in between, you know, Diamond and Jannar is that he'd be like, Well, you linking up with this dude, and he's not a part of CBI, you know, whatever. But he's just so impressed by the way Tommy carry himself in the streets, where that could just be their connection. And Diamond probably be like, nah, he ain't part of the crew. We ain't stop bringing this off-brand dude around. Well, like, look, just be, the fact that he was like, This dude robbed you, right. Like right. he robbed you, right? So he probably don't feel he he probably feel about that. Yep. So I can see it going that direction. And that I'm, may I'm, be what starts the conflict, like y'all say. That maybe what start the conflict between the brothers. Mm-hmm. One of them wants to work with him, and the other one probably ain't feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we'll see. Well, I mean, not the worst, but. You know, we had we had a rough. We had it took us a while to warm up the book two when book two first rolled in. Mm-hmm. So it took us a while. I want to say it probably took us through the whole first season before we got kind of warmed up to book two. Uh, we love raising Cain. Love at first sight. It was love at first sight with raising Cain. And so I was just about yeah, to say that. I was looking for that raising Cain impact. You know, it, it won't take as long for us to warm up to it. But from the looks of it, it looks like it's going to take us a little while for us to warm up to it. And once mm-hmm. we get used to it, you know, we'll probably have better feelings about the show. But as of right now, eh, I could have did without it. <laughs> I could have did without it. I could have did without it. Y'all could have just left um, Tommy in book two and been done with it. You know, uh, I could have did without it. So let's hope that the writing we, 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 it, I'm quite sure it'll get better. I'm still looking forward to I'm giving it to maybe the third episode. Well, you got to you know, me about episode, you got to five. Me about episode you three, episode five, because you know things in the power universe don't heat up until around episode five. So let's hope that episode five gives us that. Oh yeah, well, episode five I expect to, to be that. I don't want to say cliffhanger, but the cliffhanger before the cliffhanger, you know, episode five. So I, you know, with with all of you know the power universe, I expect episode five to be lit, but. With this, I need I need to warm up to it. I said I ain't expecting that Razor King impact, but I need to warm up to it at least by episode three. Okay. Let's hope that the temperature turns up a little bit by episode three, because I agree with you. Otherwise, y'all going to be dragging me in here every week to do this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris already told me. I got to we'll dra- we'll drag your ass. Even yeah, if Chris already told me. Uh, I can't call him. Oh, you got to bring out some kicks. 
We're gonna yeah. drag your ass. I got to show up for work. So I mean I ain't got no choice. Absolutely. <laughs> I want to drag on in here. All right, y'all. We appreciate y'all coming back and hanging out with us. Uh, we had a little fun with y'all. We love y'all in the comments. We really do. Um, thank y'all for coming around because y'all y'all make our show so entertaining with y'all comments. So we love y'all. <laughs> um, as always, you can find us on our Instagram page at TSF Entertainment. You can also find me at Retro CG. Uh, Jack of Joys, you can find him over there at the TSF Entertainment page. He likes to be incognito, but he out here. <laughs> he out here with us. Where you at, Jack? I'm outside. <laughs> While <he's inside. laughs> I'm outside even when I'm in the building. I'm outside. <laughs> and the classic woman, not classic man, but the classic woman, where can we find you at? Y'all can find me right here on YouTube at ReallyBTV. Um, and you can find me over on Instagram at ReallyBTV underscore on YouTube. And I will, um, I'm going I'm to have some kicks next week. I'm going to have, I'm going to wear my Crocs next week. <laughs> make sure y'all share like subscribe comment comment on the instagram page follow hey, we, gotta get GoFundMe in the we gotta get that go find me that cash app started for crystal to get her some jordan so uh, uh thank y'all for the viewership like, Please, I, can't with, I can't compete it's with that room right there so. it's photoshop it's photoshop these are not real it's Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> he touches them. Why he touches them? These are not real. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for the viewership. Like my brother said, uh, like, comment, share, and subscribe. Um, and we'll probably be back later on this week. Uh, me and Crystal, we got a couple of cases that we need to kind of mull over. We're going to be back and do our true crime. Um, I think we got a new segment, our kicks of the day. So I think that's going to be a little, little segment that we're going to drop in here on you guys. So we're going to show y'all what the footwork are looking like, maybe what the outfits are looking like. You know, yeah. so we always love the sneakers first. So that's not me. Love. It won't be me. Chris It'll be them. Chris is low-key turning <laughs> one of us. It, it'll be them with, um, with, um. We got to get her some off-white. We got to get you some off-white. Um, Juggernaut. Juggernaut, I couldn't get it out, Lord. Don't tell him I couldn't get his name. Don't tell him. Yeah, we'll get his answer here too, damn it. Yeah. We're gonna get you some off-whites, Crystal. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna put you some uh weren't you lying about uh fresh? Don't start. What are you talking about, fresh? Uh you talking about you lying about the shoes behind you. I know right. I know, right? We also got a new segment. Um a couple of weeks we'll get some stuff going on. It's gonna involve a little of this. And a little bit it's of that. A little of that. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll be that. some really, really great content. I promise y'all, be on the lookout yeah. for that. Tell your press, tell Instagram, tell YouTube, tell any social media platform. We'll have a little bit of all that. <laughs> we'll have a little bit of all that. Tell your social media platform. <laughs> we're going to try to do it on the weekend so we can have some drinks, we can have some smoke, we're going to have some shoes, and we're going to have a good time. I promise you, and it's going to be a great conversation, great content coming. And we're also going to do a little bit more uh, sneaker talks, too. So we were trying not to, uh, even though the Soul Firm brand is sneaker-related, but we are going to do some sneaker-related things. I don't know if they're going to be centered around reviews. I don't know if it's going to be talks about reselling and where we're at in the sneaker community right now. But it's definitely going to be some some sneaker talk around here, too. And more music to come, y'all way. So we appreciate y'all tuning in with us. And we will Thank see you guys uh, later this week. All right. Peace. Fresh, uh, we need to get you up here. 
Yeah, you really do need to get your tail up here. Fresh, you need to get your ass up here, all right? We ain't going to tell you no more. You are now listening to TSF Entertainment Podcast.